Oh, yes. It is a My Jam Movie Monday on the show, RWRC Radio, listed and sold by Dustin White Realty live here in the Unico Bank Studios right here on 96.9. The Ticket, of course, 95.3, AM 970, Ritter Communications, TubeTown, Channel 21, uh, also rwrcradio.com. You got streaming audio, you got streaming video. Check it out, and uh, let's see. Cat is trying to uh, make up some ground after being put in timeout today. First ever time I've ever had to put her in a timeout on the show. And uh, she is currently trying to uh, make up for that. Uh, she said she's seen Home Alone. So does she get brownie points? That's what she wants to know. So uh, anyway. All right. Well, as promised, let's get ready to hit the uh, Back in Action Hotline, and welcome to the show, Coach Brian Dooley of A-State Soccer. How you doing, Coach? Never had a better day. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> heck, heck, I need I need more of you around me then, especially on a Monday. Man, yeah. wow, wow. Well, uh, uh, any, uh, any tiredness from uh, going all the way out to the left coast? Well, yeah, I mean, we just got finished with our morning training session. And, uh, yeah, legs were a bit heavy, expectedly, and staff was a bit tired. But, you know, you got you to gotta keep the legs moving and get it going. That's why we trained this morning, just make sure that uh, we're in our best position for Thursday and Sunday coming this week. Well, yeah, and it's – Coach, uh, you guys start with this schedule uh, with three on the road. But, of course, uh, pretty awesome to get to host Ole Miss – uh, coming up this Sunday, but I want to ask you this, Coach, and it's kind of hard to believe this is year seven. Um, what <laughs> what is what is maybe something you've learned in the previous six years here at Arkansas State that is is something that I don't know, something that you're implementing now here in year seven? Maybe maybe something that you've kind of carried over because every head coach that I've talked to at any level in any sport learns something new every year and, it, and they look to implement it into the next season. What is maybe something that stands out for you? Well, I think one of the things that we've been able to establish uh, certainly in the last four or five years is, you know, becoming a defensively solid, you know, soccer's, traditionally a defensive sport so if, if you have a hard time defending it's going to be rough for you so we wanted to establish a, a defensive mindset and and i think that we've we've proven that you know we're, we're a solid defensive team uh certainly with megan and goal and, and how her performance has been over the last two three seasons you know she's she's a different level and that makes things even better for us but as far as learning you know i think each year brings different challenges and 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 for your players as well as the staff and, you know, n no more than last year where uh, we had to deal with all the things with, with the COVID restrictions. And, but we looked at it as an opportunity because our spring last year mattered. So it allowed us to schedule games that were real games and we scheduled the toughest games that we could find. And, you know, as far as learning things, one was, can we get enough competition to challenge us and keep us humble and make sure that we're getting better. And that's what we did last spring. We put our kids in, you know, we didn't really lose a game in, in the fall until the conference championship game. And in the spring, we only won one game because we put a difficult schedule together. So we want to keep our kids humble, keep them working hard, keep them understanding what makes us and how we define ourselves. And, and this year, I think, you know, all the lessons that we learned 
we're hoping that it all comes to fruition and everything falls our way for the first time. Well, and I'll say this, Coach. I mean, the, the steady improvement. And, of course, you, you mentioned Megan, and uh, I was talking about this in hour number one of the show. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how many times it's happened uh, within the conference, but to look and see in the preseason, and, and I'm sure, Coach, you, you probably don't focus too much on preseason honors, but to me, in my opinion, both these young ladies have earned this uh, earned this attention but to have the preseason defensive player of the year, preseason offensive player of the year, what does that say about not only this program, but those young ladies to put themselves in that position to start a season? Well, if you ask either one of them, you know, the first thing they'll do is, is they'll give credit to their teammates and, and, and the efforts that are, that are, that are moving towards their success. And, and, you know, they're not here for the personal success. They're the last, last players that uh, walk around thinking that they're above, above the world. They're the hardest working kids on the team. And, and, and that, that says a lot about the character of our group in, in addition to those two in particular. Uh, you know, and, and, and Megan, you know, she said it in, in, in other interviews is, you know, her, her defenders block a lot of things before it reaches her. And it's her job to get those things that, that leak through. And that's the mentality that, that she's shown, um, you know, so they're, they're kids that, that keep their head on straight. It's not going to affect them. They're not going to walk around thinking they're better than everybody. They walk around thinking they got to work even harder to live up to those expectations. And, and, you know, I think it's, it's an honor. Yeah. You know, the, the, the coaches vote on all that. And, and since they were offensive and defensive players of the year last year at the end of the season, and they're coming back, I could see why they would vote for them again. You know, that's those are players, you know, you see what level they can perform at. So uh, being a different season and different challenges, you know, I'm hoping that at the end of the year, we have kids that will get recognized for those same awards. No question. We're joined here by uh, A-State soccer head coach Brian Dooley. Coach, what is uh, what do you think is maybe the biggest key for this year's team to be able to hoist that trophy in the Sunbelt Conference? I mean, uh, tough, tough battle with South Al. Um, you, you think about the lessons learned along the way, but in the game of soccer, it is, I mean, one mistake could be the key to the entire game. You know, it's, it's not like a lot of other sports where you've got time and opportunity to, uh, to make it up in, in this game. I mean, it, it, one goal could be the difference period. I mean, you know, and, and so what, what have you learned as a head coach from last year's championship opportunity against South Al that maybe you want to you wanna continue to learn from but build off of this year with an opportunity to, uh, to get over that hump? I think the first thing is, is to figure out where the referee keeps the red card and try to pull it out of their pocket before the game starts. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't going to be the one to say it. So since you said it, go on with it, coach. Yeah, I think that's, that's the first thing uh, is, you know, maybe, maybe we can finally avoid that, um, that scenario. But, you know, that, those, those are, those are strange things that happen that you have to find ways to overcome. And, and, and unfortunately, it's it's difficult, you know, uh, either become a champion or a victim. So we've tried to get that champion mindset moving forward and, and, and learn from that experience as well. You know, I think 
South Alabama, I think they've won it six of the last seven years, maybe even seven of the last eight. So, you know, they're they're the team to beat. And, and we've been in a position to do it um, and, and then fallen short the last two years. But if, if all we're thinking about is South Alabama, then perhaps that opportunity won't happen again. You know, we've, we've got to get there first. We've got to secure a good seating. And then once we're there, you got to, you got to advance, you know, and, and maybe we play them at a, at a different level. Maybe we play them in a semi or, or a quarter or who knows, you may not see them in the final, you know? So it's, it's about preparing your team and, and, and playing the, the teams that are sitting in front of you. If all we're thinking about is South Alabama, then, then I think we, we probably won't see what's really right upon us. Coach, what do you think you learned from this team uh, in the 1-1 draw at Washington State and then, of course, turning right back around two days later and getting the 1-0 win at Eastern Washington to go that far west? Uh, never been done in program history. but it, it, And I know it's early in the season, but what do you think you've seen already through two matches from this, from this version of the uh, Arkansas State Red Wolves uh, women's soccer team? I think we, we've we've certainly established our ability to to hang in games and and, and defend and, and do the do the dark arts of defending, as we say, blocking shots, running down players, supporting, tackling, winning headers, you know, and and, and obviously um, Megan with that performance. That that was a game that uh, we had no business getting a result from. You know, I mean, that's that's a four-one-five-one game uh, if if Megan doesn't make those saves, I mean, that team was really good team. You know, and I told the kids today, I said, you know, you can be happy with the result over the weekend, but the reality is we lost the lead and we beat a team we should beat. And, and that's the way that we need to look at that past weekend. You know, if we look at it as look who we tied, that means we don't have to work hard. Um, no, that's, that's not the lesson that we want. We want the lesson is that we, we should have won the game regardless of stats and shots and all that stuff, we had the lead. That's, that's something you need to find a way to keep. And against Eastern Washington, you know, yeah, man, our legs were heavy. It was tough. And, and their grass, the grass on that field was really long and, and we were having a hard time moving the ball. Um, but, you know, we got an early goal again and this time we held it. So we learned uh, moving into this weekend, you know, Missouri state on a Thursday night on their turf field at five o'clock, uh, with the heat and everything, I think that's going to cause us to, to use our depth. And that was another thing that I think developed over the weekend. Our second game, there was a point where I think we might have had seven or eight freshmen on the field at one time. And, uh, you know, they, they performed admirably. And, and we're going to have to rely on the depth of our program. I think this is the deepest team that we've had since I've been here. And uh, I think we learned that over the weekend as well. We have we have a number of kids on this roster that can contribute, uh, and we have a, a number of kids on the roster that want to contribute. I mean, the, the battle for playing time is 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 real, and um, I think that says a lot about the character of the kids that we brought in and, and the recruiting that we've been doing. Coach, that's interesting. Um, you know, I, I, I talk to other coaches and other sports about just what you talked about. You know, creating a competitive environment. And I personally believe, just looking from afar, that that's what you've been doing when you talk about the amount of youth that's on this team. But, you know, again, we hear a lot of Megan McClure, a lot of Sarah Sedoma, but uh, clearly, clearly it is a team sport. And 
when you talk about being able to get that many freshmen on the pitch and uh, create that environment. Talk about what that means to you as a coach to be able to create that constant competition from amongst your team and how much that will pay dividends down the road, of course, when conference play opens up and then later on in November when you start getting into Sunbelt Conference tournament time. Talk about that competitive uh, nature that you're creating with this program. Well, I think it's it's a testament, again, to, to the kids that, that see success and an opportunity for success at Arkansas State. You know, the kids that we recruit, you know, they're looking at other possibilities, other schools. And when, when we bring them here on campus, we show them that, hey, you know, we're, we're a winning program. We have ex- expectations to, to, to advance into the NCAA tournament. And, and, and that's, that, those are our, our express goals. And, and if you come here, you have that opportunity. And then once you're here, you start to realize that, hey, there, there's a roster here that is very good, very athletic, very skillful, very competitive, good students, good teammates. And, and that culture is what everyone kind of adds to and gives more to. And if that's the mentality, you're going to be successful here. If, you know, you're going to kick the dirt or droop your shoulders because you didn't play, uh, your situation will not change. So our, our kids work hard uh, to make sure that that doesn't creep in. And, you know, us as, as a coaching staff, we're constantly going over things. We're making notes during practice. You know, who's, who's doing the things they're supposed to be doing? Who's working hard? Who's, who's kind of moping? Or, you know, and then those kids we have to pull aside and try to get them on the right, right track. Because at some point in the season, everyone gets their opportunity to contribute on the field. But everybody, everybody, 100% of the time has their opportunity to contribute off of the field. And you have to, you have to live those obligations. You have to show those obligations to be successful. You know, and, and, and that's, that's the way we look at it as, as a program. And that's the way that our, our players look at it. And, and as long as, as you meet those expectations, guess what? You're going to have an opportunity to play. Coach, I want to ask you, you mentioned – you know, clearly COVID was a difficult scenario uh, a year ago uh, from a scheduling standpoint, just from not understanding how to uh, to deal with it. You know, I mean, it was it was very, uh, very much an evolving situation. And you talked about your spring schedule and how challenging that schedule was. Uh, you, you know, when you look at the likes of, of course, Little Rock, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Ole Miss. I mean, how do you think that that played a role with this team uh, moving into the offseason and then, of course, now uh, opening up the year. How, how much do you think that that spring schedule really, really helped benefit this squad? I think it defined us. Um, you know, we, we went in with a spring roster, so we didn't, have, we didn't have our incoming players and we didn't have all of our seniors because some of our seniors graduated mm-hmm. and, and went on <laughs> went on to uh, – you know, their, their real careers. So we had a, we had a, a shorter roster, um, but we felt it was necessary to challenge. And, you know, we played Arkansas twice. Mm-hmm. We played them once here. I think it might've been the first non NCAA playoff game that was played on campus. It was an awesome environment, very competitive game. And then we went and played them at, at their place at the end of the spring. And, you know, we told the kids that these are going to be 
games that we want to win. We're going to compete to win. We're going to do everything we can to win. Uh, unfortunately, we fell short. We were competitive in all the games. But it also gave us a mindset moving forward. These are the type of teams we're going to face in the NCAA tournament should we advance. And all of that experience, playing at that level, competing at that level, helped us on Thursday night when we were at Washington State in front of the biggest crowd they've ever had. Uh, and, and they were very vocal, very <laughs> loud, shouting everything you could possibly think of at, at Megan and Goal, uh, how she managed to maintain her, her, her sanity through all that is beyond me. Um, you know, and, and, but playing those games prepared us for what, what that game gave us. You know, had we had not played those games in the spring, there's no way our kids would have been able to, you know, to handle all that pressure and all that noise. And you couldn't yell across the field to try to help your players to tell them what to do because the noise was just so loud. You couldn't, you could hardly hear yourself talk on the bench. And and to to be in that environment and to see the kids perform at that level, you know, it's on ESPN Plus and it's on. You know, people are watching the game and people are showing you highlights of stuff and they're clipping stuff, sending it to you after. You know, our, our kids wouldn't have been able to handle that if we hadn't prepared for it in the spring. Last question for you, Coach, because I know you have some place you need to be. Um, your best moment at this point as head coach of Arkansas State? Oh, boy. Um <laughs> there's been a lot of different milestones along the way um you know in, in in where we've come as a program and and to the point where the expectations are are significant now um you know so i i don't know if there's really just one thing that that i feel would qualify as that um most importantly i think is you know trying to look forward in, in, into into net, into this season and into the conference tournament. You know, I, I'd like that to be the best moment that we've had so far. Perfect. Well, Coach, uh, best of luck uh, this week, of course, uh, at Missouri State and then home. Go ahead and, and let the listening and viewing fam out there know uh, how important it would be and what it would mean to you guys to, to have a, uh, a ton of uh, home pitch uh, advantage against Ole Miss when they come to town uh, on Sunday? Well, well, having watched what happened at Washington State and having that kind of crowd that was in support, you know, I think, I think that would really, really help our kids. And, and when we hosted Arkansas here, we had a great crowd, and, and the kids noticed it. You know, when Sarah scored her goal and, and the eruption in the crowd, I think that was probably a, a, one of those top feelings that you talk about, you know, and, and – and I think, um, you know, with the team that we have, we're an exciting team. Uh, I think that people can come out and, and observe the game, but certainly uh, contribute to the experience. And and you don't have to pay to come. <laughs> it's a free, it's a free, it's a free Sunday. Come on out, watch this team, support this team, and I think that you'll 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 leave saying, hey, I want to come see this team again because we got Kansas coming the following week you know, another top 20 level program. So we're, we're getting these teams to come here and it would be really nice to let them leave with an L, but also let them leave to know that, Hey, Jonesboro supports this women's soccer program. 
No doubt about it. Coach, appreciate you, and uh, we're going to do it more often. Absolutely. Whatever you need. Thanks, Coach. That is Coach Brian Dooley, A-State Women's Soccer, and, and I'm telling you, these ladies are incredible. Uh, they're incredible. You've got an opportunity to see uh, them take on uh, an SEC opponent uh, this upcoming Sunday, 3 o'clock on the pitch. And like Coach said, it's free. It's free. Man, grab you some coolers and get you an umbrella, whatever you need to keep you out of the sun. But it's free, and uh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they absolutely – uh, deserve the support. One zero and one on the uh, on the year. Of course, uh, they come to a one one draw uh, with uh, Washington State of the Pac twelve on the road, and then uh, they turned right back around two days later, get a one zero win over Eastern Washington. They will head uh, to take on Missouri State in Springfield uh, Thursday five o'clock on the pitch. But then, like I said, they return home. They've got Ole Miss. They'll hit the road and play UAPB on the second. But then back-to-back home matches uh, with Kansas coming to town and then Tulsa on the 5th and the 9th. And uh, Sunday the 5th, hey, that's Labor Day weekend. That's 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 uh, right after uh, the home football game against UCA uh, on the 4th, on the 5th. Go support the ladies again uh, taking on Kansas. There you go. Coach Brian Dooley. A-State women's soccer. We're going to hit this break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into five random facts on this Monday. Brought to you by Orville's Men's Store. Shop Orville's. Show off your stash. My Jam Movie Monday. Absolutely love it. 